Good morning, and welcome to Being the Change Now. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, Ashwini. All right, our assignment is to focus on being in the mind of meditation while we are speaking to someone. And here's our first caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Oh, good morning, Sherry and Ashwini. It's Jan. Hey, Jan. What you seeing? Hi. Well, a couple things that have just sort of cleared the fog. Um, One, let's see. The best way to say it, I guess, is how silence, for me, what the experience I've had lately is realizing how important the silence is to the speaking, um, mm. or in, in a sense, it's slowing down, realizing, having a tendency to talk a lot, that <laughs> slowing down and not speaking sometimes is as important as the speaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's come through in a couple ways. One, that with um, my spouse that when I feel an irritation, it's the same thing I noticed in our last (laughs) go-around, where a sense of irritation and knowing that's conditioning and stopping, not saying anything and waiting. And in that waiting, that stopping is when life has a chance to, uh, presence has a chance to say something if it's necessary. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and also just another with my mom, who's quite elderly, and visiting her recently and realizing how important the silence was there, because there just isn't the same kind of conversation. And yet, when I do speak from a place of presence, this came up with another colleague the other day, it feels like a sense of connecting her to, to a world she doesn't have access to all the time. Uh-huh. I'm saying a lot there, but those two things have well, really stood out. Yeah, yeah, and and I'm I'm over here busily projecting that what part of what you're you're seeing is that nothing is missed in that process. It's not like mm. you're not going to get a chance to say something important. Right, which is <laughs> which is what I think ego cons us with for a long time, right? Because you're with the interaction with your spouse, especially because that probably goes faster than with your mom. Um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so it's not like you're not aware of what he's saying, what conditioned mind is saying, what right. that's that's all there the the difference the stopping point is you don't have to say what conditioned mind is saying inside your head right yeah and and I the I was sharing this in one of my my reflective listening buddy call that I don't it's becoming clearer and clearer that stopping that I don't want to be the mouthpiece (laughs) for conditioning and I mean that's obvious I guess but that yes. stopping, that slowing down has really, has been terrifically helpful in, uh, and not, for that not happening as often as it might otherwise. Well, and it's, hap- it's uh, helpful for your awareness practice. Because, oh, of course, what we're, what, right? Right, because what we're meant to do is just blah, 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 whatever ego is saying to us that we need to say. You need to let him know. You need to make this point. 
right? And I bet, again, projecting back in the day, you would have gone along with that. And then afterwards, you would feel bad, but you wouldn't really be all that clear about what happened. So then the only thing you have to go on is what ego is telling you about what happened. (laughs) Yes. You know, the image, yes. Go ahead with the image. Well, it's the image that came to me as you were saying that, and because of going to the experience as you were describing it, is being spun around really fast when you're a kid. Yes, or, yes. And it doesn't matter what age, but you're being spun around and you come, you know, yes. you stop and it's like, whoa, what just happened? That's, um, that's exactly it, right. You're disoriented. You're completely disoriented and vulnerable in both yes. cases, right? Yeah. And so with the stopping and the slowing down that you're describing, you, you really get to see how ego is able to control us if we're not paying really close attention. So you, yeah. you benefit, he benefits, everybody benefits, right? We have no question about that. Uh, but uh, ego not able to make that point that somehow you're going to be more vulnerable by not going along with it, you get to see that that's just utter rubbish. It truly is. And I, the, I guess the thing that occurred to me as you were just saying that is what a gift it is to to us, to me, in doing that. I mean, it's, oh. it's being with life. And so yeah. it's, I, I'm thinking with my mom, I always think, oh, you know, I, I want to, <laughs> my communication with her is probably more important to me than her. I mean, I don't know that. It doesn't matter. That's but right. it's, it's definitely as important. And, and that, that presence that I experience with her is what I want in every conversation, you know? Yes, yes. And to, and, and to realize the importance of every moment. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, well thank, thank you so, you so much. much thank, oh, well, thank you. And t- for everything everyone shared, it's just been, what a week. Well, every yeah. week, but wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, what everybody. A week. It reminds me of an old <laughs> song. I don't exactly know what it is, but I'll probably be humming it all day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, Jen. So happy. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks, Jen. Sherry, here's our next caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Can you hear me? This is Laura. Laura. Oh, hey. Um, I'm using the app today. It's uh, new to me, so um, I wasn't sure if I did it right. You're a little echoey and breathing, but okay, but go for it. Okay, hold on one second. Let me point in your buzz instead. Maybe that makes it better. Oh, you know what? I can't find them. So, you know what? I'm happy to pass. Oh, oh, go ahead, Laura. You sound fine. Go ahead. Okay. Um, So, I guess what I've been noticing is the humbling aspect of how much I'm not there. And I watch it, I often will see it is after a conversation, mm-hmm. it'll occur to me, it'll drop in that, oh, were, were you paying attention in that conversation? I'm like, huh, I don't know if I was or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, the pull is to feel bad about that. And, and st- excuse me, instead, you know, I've just really been practicing going, okay, well, we're going to have another co- conversation again here soon. Let's, let's practice again. And it's... um. 
it's uh, it's it's just been a really yeah humbling in a in a good way experience of how often I mean I think of myself as someone when I'm talking to people as being very present and then to realize well I don't know how often that's actually happening. Mm. You know, Laura, there's so much in what you said that is so perfect, right? And let me see if I can reflect all of it. Because there's a, a way, first of all, there's a, a, a watching the process, right? Which is the only thing that we're doing in this practice. And you laid it out so clearly for you that you're in a conversation and then something, something causes you to question whether or not you're present. It doesn't happen during the conversation. It happens afterwards. Mm -hmm. and instead of saying, yes, I was present, or no, I wasn't present, what the answer that arises for you is, I don't know. Mm. Right? Mm. Because that's such a different experience. That's open to the possibility that the information coming in could come in from a self-hating place or could be from life. Mm. But there's no, we don't know that. And so then there's the willingness to go to, okay, well, that was that experience. I just expand my awareness in the next conversation mm -hmm. and see, right? Mm -hmm. And the humility comes because... Uh, we accept that we don't know rather than uh, being identified with conditioned mind that always knows. Mm. Yes, and you know, I, and until you kind of reflected in that way, there, um, you, you helped, there's this clarity that was coming in. There's an interesting thing around, um, I can remember having this experience of, well, how do I not know I wasn't present? And and then there was ego around, well, who do you think you are? You think you were. And if you were present, you would have known it. And it was just that, like, huh. Um, you know, that, like, it wanted to take it into a conversation about what presence means. And I, I, sometimes I don't even know. I don't know if I can know. I don't know if I know what presence. Yes. To, to I, you know, that even talking yes. about it, I feel like a little stumbling. Yes, well, and it's, a, it's an accurate experience, right? Because, I mean, it, it's so zen if you know, you don't know, right? Because mm -hmm. what are you consulting to know? And so that constant place of, that we've been pointing to, which is, are you aware? Are you aware? Or, uh, y you know, how is there, any, th that awareness is always operating. So if you're aware of something, you have to be present which then leads to the question you're asking, which is a really interesting one, right? A voice comes in and says, were you paying attention in that conversation? Were you present? And there's an implication of what presence means that we're just nodding to when the question is asked, mm -hmm. rather than the place that you're pointing us to, which is, I actually don't know what that means. So if I was listening to somebody, is there was an awareness that I was listening, I was, paying, I, I was aware of a conversation, I was wholeheartedly listening, but I wouldn't be able to reflect. I mean, what does that mean that you were not present, that you were not paying attention? Does it mean that you were lost in a conversation in conditioned mind, or you had a collapsed awareness at that time? Were you able to say what the person, would you be able to say what the person said, right? And so then we just open into the inquiry rather than collapse into the self-hate. Right, right. 
Right. And something can go in the way of feeling bad about it or trying to defend that you did it right. Yes. Yeah. Right. And then, and then, you know, you just get to this moment of the only conclusion I can walk away with is I don't know. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. the moment is over. How will yeah. I know whether I was present or not yeah. unless I'm consulting something that wants to have an opinion about it? I don't know is exactly true because in this moment, I'm not having the conversation with anything yes. except a voice in my head. Yes, and that's what was becoming clear. It's like right now in this moment, uh, if I stay in this conversation, I'm not present. Yeah. Oh, very helpful. Thank you, Laura. Thank you. It, it, that was really helpful. Uh, and w what occurred to me it is something that we used to play with. I don't think we've done it in practice for a really long time. But in a situation like that, what, what I can do is put a recorder in my pocket. Mm. Right, and I'm not going to use that recording for anything. Ego's never going to get its little slimy paws on any of that. But I can listen back to a, a conversation and see what I see about it. Mm. Just as you were suggesting, do I know what the person was talking about? Are there places? Because again, I, I know I'm obsessive about this, but I'm halfway down the path at the monastery, and I have my kitchen shoes on. Okay, so that is happening to us all the time. Ego is able to distract us and take us off somewhere. Knowing that, realizing that is really helpful for us. Yes. It's not, as you, you two were pointing out, it's not information to be used against us, mm -hmm. but it's really helpful to know if, as Laura said, on the other side of the duality, no, you were there. You were there the whole time. Here, let me tell you the story of what that person was talking about. That's not the same as, ooh, I can see where the blips were, where I got pulled off. That's really helpful to see. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there was something dropping in from here on that, which has escaped. So if it comes oh, back... Oh, I know I'm that kidding. feeling. Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, right. what I was going to say is, and... There's a way in which, I mean, this is often my experience in an interaction where, it, you know, the human interaction being the hardest place to have an expanded awareness. It's, it mm -hmm. is also true that even if the attention was on the mind, intelligence is still talking. It, it, oh, just that, that, you know, when you listen back to a conversation, it actually sounds really good. It really sounds uh -huh. like we were paying. In other words, there's a, a, a way in which awareness is still operating. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That's and that is, yeah, that is proof positive for us, right? right. It, 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 yes, it, it's all happening in awareness, but is the, where, where is the attention? That's Did right. it slip off into conditioned mind? Did it, you know, yeah. think about lunch? <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, or or was, was attention actually on awareness as that conversation was taking place. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very good. Thank you. All right, here's our next caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hey, this is Eleanor in hey, Georgia. Eleanor. Hi. In Georgia. What's in going Georgia. on? It's great in Georgia. And um, I have, wow, that this conversation has been really um let's see, helpful as usual. So 
my example of what happened to me yesterday was I um, end of the day I'm tired I'm walking into the house and uh, my, my husband's actually had a long day as well and I come in and I get about three lines into a we could call it a rant or a monologue <laughs> or something and, but the, and uh -huh. the, awareness, the awareness came you know like whoa you know what where where's what's going on and I turned around and I said you know I'm gonna go outside for a few minutes and he, 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 he said nothing the whole time and so uh -huh. thank goodness Smart I'm man. fortunate to have that yeah. yeah that there and um I went outside and the amazing thing was that I could see it and I wasn't getting beat up or um, any other negative thing and in this case what I was saying was actually good information for me I was I think I was almost expressing something that um, had been maybe suppressed that that I wanted to see for me and any uh -huh. so oh so I, Eleanor that is so big isn't it it is because I that's not usually I would get a quick stomping for doing something like that you know oh and never have that awareness again right exactly exactly and it wasn't even wow. emotional it wasn't it was like whoa you know kind of you said it girl you know and uh but but I didn't want to you know you know I later on right. you know, it wasn't the timing so I it, quickly it was hmm these are good thoughts and a good discussion but you know at, at the right time this is not the time to do it and um, but how thanks how amazing is that <laughs> well it is amazing and it's a perfect example of how ego uses awareness against us hmm so so you've been practicing and and part of practice is seeing stuff we've never seen before especially what we're seeing is how ego has been able to control us so right. so there it is right there's there is something that goes on with you that ego is able to use against you and you became aware of it now as you've established it didn't it wasn't expressed in the way that you would wish it were expressed but it's almost like it had to get out there really fast <laughs> it, uh -huh. it, or right and and you may have come from that place in the past where that same kind of um, awareness was there or there was a push to to see something and it was done in a way that could be used against you mm -hmm. yes but yes. but because of your practice you were present for it you got to see all that really helpful information you got to see that yeah the timing isn't that good but hey I got to see it which is really important and you can explain to that great guy that this is this is actually what what happened there, right? Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What just what just dropped into me is just like maybe the right hand of the recorder would have been a nice place to put it, but even so, the mentor dropped in for me and and that's right. and and was there. So that's right, yeah. and you saw it. And so it what what's not able to happen for ego then is this whole thing is used against you. It's actually just a great big win all the way around and it's an encouragement that even if we are unskillful in what we're saying and doing if we're paying attention it's gonna be a gift for us yep 
I definitely that's what that's what definitely what I saw. Yes. Whew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And Amazing. gives you courage, and, and, right? Gives not, you courage not to listen to a voice that is there to control you because Eleanor, you know, you get crazy. You know, you're just gonna mm-hmm. spout off a bunch of really harmful, hurtful things if you're not watched. No. That's it. Yeah, you talk way too much and you know, you just say the wrong thing all the time. All that is just not, not very helpful. <sighs> it's not helpful at all, and it doesn't need to dictate your behavior because all you're going for is aware of what's happening. Thank you. That's it. And, and then I'll let go. Uh, it's easy to go into a story, but this information that I found from this conversation, what happened applies really big to a different content that I'm looking at right now, with, you know, with my work. And for heaven's sake, and I need it to may. speak up everywhere, you know. So, it may. Um, and it may. And so what we get to do with that is trust that the same thing will happen to for us all the time, right? That the intelligence that animates is going to give you the clarity at a perfect time when you can receive it. We don't have to think. Ever. Exactly. Yeah, and I could see conditioning coming in there and trying to tell me what to do with it. Yes. So just <laughs> no, yeah. no, thank you. I don't need that. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Thank All you, right. Folks. Thank you so much, Bye, Eleanor. Bye. Bye. That's great. Bye. Thanks, Eleanor. And here's our next caller, Sherry. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Julian calling from Portland. Hey, Julian. Hi. <clears throat> um, well, I've had a very interesting week this week with this practice. I was having a conversation with my um, ex-partner, and she told me that she is seeing somebody else. Mm-hmm. And it was incredibly challenging to stay present mm-hmm. um, and what I've been practicing with since that conversation is what was said to me versus the stories that are told to me after mm-hmm. the conversation mm-hmm. yes wow that is so important right Julian that we are uh, it's it's a it's a hard enough place to stay here to stay with uh, to stay in compassion, and then uh, you know those stories hit us because I project what what you're pointing to is uh, to be here will allow us to experience whatever it is that we're going through, whereas yeah. in in listening to the conversation it gets so uh, convoluted. There's so much projection. There's all that ego involved in it, and uh, my pain gets elevated to suffering. Yeah, it's true. Um, and in some ways, like this, what was communicated to me in that conversation is 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 what is allowing me to finally, finally do nothing about all of my leftover love and feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just just do nothing. Just. Mm-hmm just feel it and, and let it be and I hear that all over this practice today like just hear what is and it's not too much if you can just be with it 
Mm -hmm. Yes. Hear what is, and it's not too much if we can, if I can be with it. It's it's really so true, Rajalin. It's over and over our experience as we practice that we are supremely adequate, or awareness is supremely adequate to have any experience, because it's already the experience is there, and the awareness of it is possible. And so yeah. we can have all that love, we can have all of that pain, we can have all of whatever it is that's arising in the moment simply because we are having it, right? <laughs> it's not, yeah. uh, right, right? And that notion yeah. that uh, if there's so much love, uh, it can't be contained unless it has an object or something is done with it or whatever else, we, yeah. are, we are able to experience that that's what we are regardless yeah. of whether the object is there or not, right? And yeah. sit yeah. with whatever the associated sensations and emotions are as a result of letting go that attachment. Yes, yes, I feel that. Yeah. And, and the, <clears throat> the grief process is rooting me so much in how much love I have for myself and what a in universe it is just to be with myself. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's an amazing process, isn't it? That it's yeah. not love lost. It's yeah. love now that is uh, for you. It's what you yeah. are. Yeah. Yes, and, yeah. and I can see that that was missing in how I was trying to love her. And there's this weird blessing all mixed up in all of it in there, you know, like in all of the pain. Oh, yes, it is, absolutely, that there's a weird blessing mixed up in all of that because there's the acknowledgement. It's a composite feeling, right? Julian, it's so complex, right? Because there's the letting go of the attachment, there's the acknowledgement of the love, there's the experience of the pain, there is the uh, whatever, whatever rules the fact that it had to be this complicated for... Uh, love of another to be experienced as the love that you are, right? The pathos yeah, of the whole yeah. human experience. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's to be with all, all of that, not, to, not yeah. to be afraid to face that yeah. and know that it can be held. And in that, there's that tremendous healing, that tremendous yeah. transformation, that tremendous blessing, that gift acknowledgement that happens. I might not want to do and it again, but maybe I won't have a choice. <laughs> and I'm yeah. so grateful for what it, what it showed me because I'm willing to learn. And the gift of this practice alongside of this devastation is that each part of the experience you just described, if I keep attention on it, is exquisite in its own way. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and the only way we can keep attention on it is if I'm not listening to a story, right? To get That's distracted right. into the ego places that want to hold on when mm -hmm. we're attempting to let go of that, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. To stay in the love yeah. and let go of the ego story. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Hmm. Yeah, it's, a, it's one of those challenging places and the places, place for which we are so grateful 
that we can bring this bring conscious compassionate awareness to the process oh it's i mean yeah my my i mean i'm i'm here because of like so much of what i've learned in this practice you know i know my ability to be with myself right now is so much because of what I've gotten here. So I feel that gratitude for, for everyone, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And for the practitioner who did the work. Yes, <laughs> and for him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you, Julian. Thank you, Ashwini. Yes. Sorry, I was just trying to find Julian and mute him in the queue. Go ahead. Oh, well, that was phenomenal. And uh, I don't know if there's time for another caller, but I don't want to. I don't want to leave that personally uh, because it was such a uh, a demonstration of why we do this. Right? Because we're all going to lose. Mm-hmm. what we love mm-hmm. we are i mean that's just as you say it's it it is the the human experience it it's a given we we are and and what you two were describing uh is exactly what we have to get to mm-hmm. in order to be able to face our lives yeah yeah. yeah, I mean it's just, uh, and the the way that that you were talking about it, you know, to have the love that we are, and not confuse that with an object, so that when the object goes, we think the love has gone. Yeah. yeah. And you know, this is a relationship ending, a, a breakup of a relationship that people talk and practice regularly about death and uh about disease and uh all all of the the kinds of ways that as human beings we we are going to lose what we love if we stay around long enough Mm -hmm. and so to take all of that love and give it to the human being who is here having this life experience and then to let that be available to every other thing in life, knowing that we are all exactly alike and we are facing the exact same emotions and thoughts and conditioning and struggle. And yeah. Well, and, and you know, Sherry, there's that, uh, that uh, all of our spiritual, mystical, uh, heroes point to that, you know, finite love replaced by the infinite love, the, yes. the individual love replaced by cosmic love, right? I yes. mean, it is the process that until we let go that uh, all of our conditioned beliefs of uh, of that, right? It's an attachment to a person or an attachment to an object. There, we would never, we would never ask for that experience, but it's given to us in the, on the on the spiritual path because there's a shift in orientation to what we identify with. That is a requirement yeah. that we can't do out of a sense of personal will. Right. 
Right, and that ego has no interest in. Ego being devoted to human suffering is going to make each uh, of our life experiences just as miserable as possible um, and, and prevent us from realizing that unconditional love is our authentic nature. So it's yeah. just, it is such courage, uh, such yeah. courage that people are demonstrating. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, that does bring us to the end of the show, Sherry, and we get a new assignment at noon Pacific today. All right, boy. Mm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> We're ready. We are ready, aren't we? Yes, we yes, do, of yeah. course we are. We are up for this or we wouldn't be here. Good to remember. All right. Thank you, Ashwini. Thank you, everybody. Go happy. Go happy.